morning, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mornings with Monette. I'm so glad you're here. Well, this morning, I have to tell you this little story before I get started and what I want to talk about. The most incredible thing happened. I woke up early, and I went out to my side porch, and it was going to rain last night, so we'd brought all the cushions in. So I thought, oh, I could just sit in here at the kitchen table, but I'm like, oh, it's a pretty morning. So I began to take all the cushions out, got them all set up, and then I went through my morning routine. And I'm sitting out there after I've done the app Abide, and I look up, and there is the most beautiful rainbow in the sky. Oh, it was like a gift. And I'm telling you, had I not gotten up early, for one, and had I not decided just to go ahead and get outside, I would have missed that beautiful rainbow. I've never seen a rainbow in that area of the sky as I've sat out there on these mornings. It was about, I don't know, 6.30 this morning. It was so incredible. So I share that because I think, and I talk about this all the time, getting up, getting by yourself in the morning, having a morning routine. You know, my morning routine happens to be about listening to the app Abide and I read our daily bread and I sit out on my side porch. I have a prayer journal. I've had a few friends lately share some of their concerns and what's happening in their lives. And I pray for those people. That is for me the perfect way to start my mornings as it was this morning. And the gift was that beautiful rainbow. So I thought I'd just share that with you because it put me in the most amazing state. So I've written this podcast out and I'm going to share it with you because I think it could be one of those things that wake you up. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. What inspires me? What gets me up in the morning? What helps me to sit down and write out a really great episode I think could help someone out? And what it is, is my desire to share my heart, to be honest and open with people. Because someone asked me a question the other day, Monette, what, what woke you up? What inspired you? And it got me to thinking about years ago, now it's been over five and a half years ago, that my mom and my mother-in-law were both at the end of their lives. And I got to spend those precious days with them. It wasn't easy, but it was precious. And the heartbreaking part of that whole thing was when they would share their regret, their regrets. And nothing was major, but it was those things they wish they had done or places they wish they had gone or things they wish that they weren't so worried about what other people thought, that they would have just done that thing. That really woke me up that time in my life. And so when I get a little self-conscious about putting out a podcast or I get a little lazy in coming up with something new to talk to you about. I really reflect back on that time and I don't want to have those regrets. Not that I won't have some regrets, but not the big regrets. Things that I love and enjoy doing, I need to decide what those things are. So I got to thinking about a question that I think could help wake you up, that keeps me on track. And it's the statement. And I want you to, when I say this statement, I want you to really check in with yourself. How does this make you feel? Because this is really important. When I say the statement, 
I'm not done yet. Okay, one more time. I'm not done yet. How does that make you feel? I want you to really check in with yourself. What were the feelings that rose to the surface? Was part of was, was there a feeling of, I don't know. That means that part of you maybe needs to really be explored. Or maybe you had the emotions of, you thought about a specific area. Like, let's just say you're married and you thought about your marriage and you say the, the words, I'm not done yet. When you say those words, are there things maybe that you might be able to do in your marriage to liven it up, to bring it back to life, to bring it to the next level, to reconnect with your partner? Maybe that's, I'm not done yet. Maybe that's where you went. Or maybe when you say the words, I'm not done yet, it makes you think about maybe you're not married and you want to be married. And when you say that statement, I'm not done yet, your emotions go to a place of fear and I don't know what to do. I don't know. I want, I don't want to be alone, but I don't want to go put myself in those situations where I'm going to get hurt and I'm going to feel pain. Maybe you went there or you've said the statement, I'm not done yet. And you're thinking about that you've just finished a chapter in your life or a season in your life and you're sitting there and you're kind of numb that you don't even know what the next step is going to be. I mean, if that's you, that's a really good place to get clarity, right? I'm not done yet. What emotion does that stir up in you? It might stir up a feeling of sadness or hopelessness or Maybe what popped into your mind was, oh, yeah, that empowers me. That inspires me. I really want to go for, and then you've thought of the thing. Because this is huge. What you're doing is you're getting in touch with your soul. And sometimes if we just really spend the time with ourselves and we do that self-search, like, I'm not done yet, what does that mean for you? I'm not done yet. Maybe... You're stagnant in your church and you're thinking, I need to do something else. Maybe I should volunteer and be a greeter or work in Sunday school, or maybe I need to go to a different church because I need more to be fed more. Whatever that is, I'm not done yet, I think is a very strong statement that if we really use that statement to our benefit, it could take us to the next level in whatever that thing is, right? So that we're not in that place later in our lives with regrets, right? I heard a song the other day that said, someday, there's not going to be a someday. Gosh, that's an eye opener. That's, I mean, that's a wake up call. And that's what I hope I'm doing for you as we're venturing through these episodes and we're just spitballing that we're talking about the things that could light us up and each of these feelings are going to be uniquely ours right because we all have these different lives and these different experiences and we have these different dreams and these different visions and different ideas but what i think is so important is to get in touch with these emotions and when you make a statement like i'm not done yet I want you to ask yourself, does your brain go into a place? Is it searching through the Rolodex? 
going through the place of, oh no, I don't want to think on that idea because I might just have to change something. I might just have to do something different. And then that part of your brain starts going through all the reasons why everything is just fine. Everything's okay. Why rock the boat? You're getting by in life. It's okay. It's fine. But that place, I'm telling you, there's so many better places to live out our life than the place of everything is just fine. And that's why I think you listen to my podcast. That's why I listen to podcasts. I'm looking for inspiring ideas and different thoughts. And sometimes someone says something and it just wakes me up. And I think, oh, that's the most incredible idea. I've heard it before, but right now that resonates with me. I hope I'm doing that for you, right? Because if your brain automatically goes to the place of everything's just fine, or if your brain goes to the place of you're thinking of something new you'd really like to try and explore or challenge yourself with, and the very place your brain goes to is to list out all the reasons why that won't work, that's really not a good default place that our brain goes. And I know it just goes there to protect us, but it also becomes a habit, right? When we allow our brain to come up with a list of 150 reasons why that won't work, or our brain goes into this place of remembering all the times we failed at different things, and that's the very reason why we're not going to try this new thing, or experiment with this new idea, I'm telling you, that reminds me of like a two-year-old that gets his way. That two-year-old, the longer, I don't know if you've raised kids or you've been around people that have raised kids, but have you ever been around a two-year-old that continually gets their way? It grows and grows and grows, and he's a little tyrant or she's a little tyrant, and it's because the person, the mom that loves that child has made the decision just to kind of let it just run wild and hasn't decided that maybe disciplining that child and teaching that child that, no, you don't get to act that way, hasn't made that a priority. Well, sometimes I think we do that with our brain. We allow that part of our brain to just go on autopilot and shut down our new ideas and new dreams and come up with all the reasons why something won't work. If this is sounding familiar, I think the main reason people stop playing or start playing small and quit growing and quit expecting new things out of themselves is because they've allowed that part of their brain to take over. Like that two-year-old that's being a brat that really just needs to be disciplined. And there are so many ways that we can take our brain. And when we get those negative thoughts and all those negative ideas that start showing up like, oh no, you better not do that. You're too old. You're too young. You're, that's not going to fit in your life. You've got obligations. All of that. I'm sharing that because I think if we don't get on top of our brain and really look at what it does when we come up with new ideas or new thoughts or we get excited about something and then we have this whole part of our brain that just starts shutting it all down. Guys, that to me is, is the very thing 
that will stop you from going after new things and your dreams and your ideas and your visions and will keep you stuck. I don't know, this sounds familiar. I want you to really take a look at this, right? Because I think this is the very area that if we can get control of that part of our brain that tells you that you're not enough, that you can't do it, that recalls all your past failures, those are just old stories. And if we can tap into the part of our brain that has new ideas and new dreams and new desires, and there's still hope there, when you say the words, I'm not done yet, I want you to challenge yourself with that statement this week. Every time you think of that, I want you to write down what comes to mind. Get out that journal. And all those things are coming up about the reasons why you shouldn't do that thing or you couldn't try that thing. Those are just, they're the dragons, right? And you just got to slay the dragons because you're the adult of that two-year-old brain. You can shut all that off. You don't have to believe it. We're so hardwired and we've gotten to such, such a bad habit of believing those negative thoughts and all those reasons why things won't work that we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to find the things that will work. So back to that original statement. I'm not done yet. You fill in the blank, right? And that very thing that keeps coming up that you keep writing down, hold on to that idea. Don't lose that dream. That's just a little spark that can turn into a big flame if you feed it the right information, if you give it encouragement and you find things and you go out and you become really curious and you start figuring out ways that you could try that new thing or experiment with that new idea, right? Because I've this has been my experience through my lifetime, watching people when marriages get to a place that they're just okay, that they're indifferent, that there's no spark, that nobody's thinking, I'm not done yet. Actually, they are done. And they're either going to finish this life out, everything being okay, or if they take a risk and come up with new a new plan with the idea, I'm not done yet, there's so many abundant ideas and resources and ways to improve on that. All right, because this can go in so many ways, but use this statement, I'm not done yet. What does that bring up for you? Work through this. Figure this out. I mean, use this for your own life and, and figure out a way to use it to your benefit. Okay, so I'm going to start winding down. I hope you use this exercise, right? To wake up that dormant dream. I'm not done yet. All right, we're all on this unique journey, but I feel the joy of life is in the journey. And we're just not done yet. Until we decide we are done, we're not done. Waking up our dormant dreams, it's, it's a gift we're going to give ourselves. I hope you're going to consider this idea. I just want to say thank you for listening to my podcast. Share it with a friend if you're thinking of a friend that this might be helpful for. So subscribe to the podcast. Go back and listen to different episodes. There's different tools and ideas and thoughts and all the different episodes. You'll probably find some value in some, and some of them you may not like so much, and that's fine. We're all on this journey together, figuring this out. Well, I'm going to wind this one down, and I'll leave you like I always leave you. 
Have you tried this yet? Monet. And think of that statement this week. I'm not done yet. And you fill in the blank.